number 60223. A rendering of each of six episodes. Episode number one, A Year with the Church Fathers, Learn to Suffer from Christ, St. Gregory the Great, Sermon 58.5. Episode two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton, The Narrow Limit, The Sign of Jonas. Episode number three, Magnificat, February 2023, volume 24, number 12. Number one, a reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 6, verses 53 through 56. Item number two, Meditation of the Day, Healing Our Illness. Episode number four, God's Little Instruction Book 1, 2, and 3 by Honor Brooks. Golden Nugget number 1, inspired by Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 1. Golden Nugget number 2, inspired by Colossians chapter 3, verses 23. Golden Nugget number 3, inspired by Ephesians chapter 6, verse 6. Episode 5, Chesterson Day by Day, George Bernard Shaw. Episode 6, On Spiritual Healing and Legalism. Episode number 1, Christ's Prayer at Gethsemane leads us in our own prayers, says St. Gregory the Great. Your will be done is the powerful prayer that every Christian should learn and use in times of trial. So, dear friends, when the Son of God says, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, Matthew 26, verses 39, he uses the outcry of our nature and pleads the cause of human weakness and fear so that our patience may be strengthened and our fears driven away in whatever we have to bear. At last, ceasing to ask even for this now, that he had relieved our weak fears somewhat, though it is not expedient for us to keep them, he changes into another mood and says, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And again, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Matthew 26 verses 42. These words of the head are the salvation of the whole body. These words have taught all the faithfully, kindled the zeal of the confessors, and crowned all the martyrs. For who could overcome the world's hatred, the blasts of temptations, the terrors of persecutions, if Christ had not in the name of all and for all said to the Father, your will be done. Then let the words be learned by all the church's children who have been bought at the same great price, so freely justified, and when the shock of some violent temptation has fallen on them, let them use the aid of this potent prayer so that they may conquer their fear and trembling and learn to suffer patiently. In God's presence, consider 
Whatever I'm dreading right now, would praying your will be done help me get through it? Closing prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, I beg you with all my heart that I may fight for the truth to the end with my body and my soul, and that if my faith is put to the test, I may be found need and ready. Episode number two. It was utterly beautiful out there in the snow this afternoon. Everything was blue. Plenty of snow in the branches of the cedars, but it was melting fast in the sun. Before vespers, the shoulders of the hills were brown. But it was beautifully quiet, except for a moment. I could hear that might have been bombers, but not bombs or guns. Why do I desire things that are not God? Inside me, I quickly come to the barrier, the limit of what I am, beyond what I cannot go myself. It is such a narrow limit, and yet for years I thought it was the universe. Now I see it as nothing. If I never become anything but a writer, that is what it will amount to, sitting on my own desert island, which is not much bigger than an English penny. How quickly my limits accuse me of my nothingness and I cannot go beyond. I pause and reflect and reflection makes it more final. Then I forget to reflect anymore and by surprise I make a little escape, a least to the threshold and love moves in darkness, just enough to tell me that there is such a thing as freedom. Episode number three, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark, chapter 6, verses 53 through 56. After making the crossing to the other side of the sea, Jesus and his disciples came to the land of Gennesaret and tied up there. As they were leaving the boat, people immediately recognized him. They scurried about the surrounding country and began to bring in the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Whatever villages or towns or countryside he entered, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on his cloak, and as many as touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. The Meditation of the Day. Healing Our Illnesses. There's a great deal of difference between magic and miracles. When we go to a magic show and see an elephant disappear, we know that it really doesn't disappear. In some tricky way, it's hidden from our eyes. The laws of nature haven't been reversed. When we see a woman sawed in half, however realistic it appears, we know she's not being sawed in half. We are legitimately deceived by a trick. That's not a mistake. The purpose of a miracle, which is workable only by the power of Almighty God and which actually suspends the laws of nature is quite different. First, a miracle is worked out of God's goodness, compassion, and pity. Secondly, it is worked out for the purpose of intensifying faith for the individual receiving the miracle or for those around. Our Lord did not work a miracle for Herod, for instance. Herod was a non-believer and he was demanding magic. Thirdly, miracles are signs of what will come. 
An illness is, indirectly at least, related to original sin. When Jesus brings about a cure, he's showing that he has power not only over a medical situation, to call it such, but over sin, because in some way the illness is indirectly related with sin. This is especially true in the case of raising Lazarus from the dead. Death itself came into the world through the original sin of Adam and Eve. When Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, he is showing that he has the power over death because he has the power over original sin. Why does Jesus have the power over it? The fundamental reason is that he's going to die to compensate for original sin. Each miracle is a sign of what will come. That all of us, if we die in grace, one day will be purified through the suffering, death, and resurrection of Christ. Episode number four. It's better to die with a good name than to live with a bad one. An inspiration by Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 1. A good name is better than previous or precious ointment. No is one of the few words that can never be misunderstood. Inspired by Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. But let your statements be yes, yes, or no, no. Too many churchgoers are singing standing on the promises when all they are doing is sitting on the premises. Inspired by Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, that ye be not sleuthful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Episode number five. If you have composed a bad opera, you may persuade yourself that it is a good one. If you have carved a bad statue, you can think yourself better than Michelangelo. But if you've lost a battle, you cannot believe you have won it. If your client is hanged, you cannot pretend that you have got him off. George Bernard Shaw. Episode 6 on spiritual healing and legalism. Many of us come to orthodoxy broken and wounded, having lived in the world as prodigals outside the house of God. We indulged in all kinds of sin, went down any and every dead end searching for something that would point to some kind of meaning. In orthodoxy, we find the healing for these scars and wounds that we have accumulated. Christ the Savior says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. As a former Seventh-day Adventist, I was overwhelmed with the excessive legalism inherent to it. When I became a Roman Catholic, there too I felt lost in a world of nightmarish spiritual legalism and heartless externalism. In the end, I found nothing but despair at my own weaknesses. A sacrament of confession that felt like nothing more than a hypocritical deposit site for my sins and failings, and after all, no spiritual growth. The feeling was that I was also struck at square one. Every time a serious sin was committed, it was back to the beginning. 
spiritual growth and moreover spiritual healing seem like a distant and unattainable thing only for the greatest of saints to attain. Metropolitan Hyatheos of Vlachos tells us that the true church's existence is demonstrated by its success in curing man. It has been in orthodoxy that I have encountered even the slightest task of a true interior and spiritual healing. In Adventism, I encountered only petty legalism and false prophecy. I can distinctly remember hearing of a prostitute who had entered the Adventist church I attended being turned away in tears by the gossip and barbed comments of two pious old ladies whose spiritual checklists were no doubt fully checked out. The problem is that one's correctness, in fact, prevents them from being healed because their correctness, their property, living out all the pious externals of their given uh, confession without love and or expecting a reward is only a sign of pride. Pride is, in effect, our saying no to God, even if we hold our hands out to Him the whole time. And if we simply seek to check off the boxes required of us by our faith and do not seek to be entirely charged and changed, then we are only walking down another dead end that leads only to another man-made hell. St. Justin Popovich writes, Our church's mission is to have one's life and soul knit firm with the Christ-like God-human virtues, for therein lies the soul's salvation from the world and from all those self-destroying, death-dealing, and godless organizations of the world. Herein, in our becoming more and more Christ-like, in our surrendering all ourselves and our lives to Christ, the true God is true healing. The true church's existence is demonstrated by its success in curing man. Christ invites us, all of us, into the hospital of his church, wherein the priests are the doctors, ready and willing to treat all of us who hobble, crawl, and out wide drag ourselves to his feet in search of true life. Here in the church, with Christ as the sole object of our desires, this is where we meet face to face with the physician of our souls. This is where we all can find healing and the love we so desperately search for.